Hello from the BBC. I'm Alexander Griffiths with a roundup of the latest developments in the war in Ukraine. The United Nations says there's growing evidence of war crimes in Ukraine. The UN Human Rights Commission says its work in the country has revealed a horror story of violations perpetrated against civilians. Matilda Bogner took part in the UN Human Rights Monitoring Mission. We documented, for example, in a one-day trip just to Butcher, 50 unlawful killings, which included summary executions. There are bodies, there is clear evidence. People witnessed what happened. Our correspondent in Geneva is Imogen Folks. Butcher is not an isolated incident. The UN has received more than 300 allegations of such killings. The indiscriminate bombing of civilians at Kramatorsk, for example, where 60 people died, is also a likely war crime. Ukrainian officials have also accused Russian forces of dumping the bodies of hundreds of civilians in mass graves outside the besieged city of Mariupol. City authorities say the Russians are taking the dead in trucks and burying them at the site. The BBC's Dan Johnson is in Ukraine. Mariupol City Council released satellite images showing what it said was evidence of a mass grave on the western edge of the city, holding up to 200 bodies. The pictures, taken over two weeks, show how an existing cemetery has been extended and new trenches dug. The Russians haven't commented on Ukrainian claims. Civilians killed by invading forces have been buried there. A senior Russian general said the offensive in the east of Ukraine was aimed at taking full control of the south of the country to link the Donbass region with Crimea and giving access to Transnistria, a breakaway part of Moldova, where Russian troops are already based. It's not yet clear whether the comments by that senior Russian military commander, Major General Rustam Minakayev, were officially sanctioned. Meanwhile, the situation in Mariupol itself remains desperate, both for the civilians who remain and for the fighters who are still holding the Azov-style steelworks. Janabez Piatchuk from the BBC's Ukrainian service secured a rare interview with Sviatoslav Palomar, the deputy commander of the Azov Brigade, a far-right militia now incorporated into Ukraine's National Guard. They're part of the last remaining forces in Mariupol at the Azov-style steel complex. Due to the bombardments, Azovstal is covered with rubble. All the buildings in the territory of Azovstal are practically destroyed. They drop heavy bombs, bunker-busting bombs which cause huge destruction. We have wounded and dead inside the bunkers. Some civilians remained trapped under the collapsed buildings. Could you please clarify? These civilians, you mean that people are alive but are trapped and have no way out? What exactly is happening? Yes, of course, there are civilians on Azovstal, but they are staying in separate locations. We don't want to endanger them. The mayor of Mariupol, Vadim Boychenko, again appealed for citizens still trapped in Mariupol to be allowed to leave. Today, the civilian population should be let out, and the military, who are waiting for the exchange, should be swapped. It's very important to note that the soldiers are not willing to give themselves up. For Ukraine, the costs of war with Russia are immense. Thousands killed, millions displaced and the country's infrastructure shattered. But there is a cost too for Russia, and not only in terms of military losses. The world's largest country is now seen by many as a pariah. International sanctions imposed by major Western nations are causing economic pain and will likely lead to long-term isolation. Our Russia editor Steve Rosenberg reports on how Vladimir Putin's war on Ukraine has changed Russia. So I'm in the supermarket. The first thing to say, there are no empty shelves. But international sanctions have had an effect. 
I'd say the selection is smaller. There are fewer foreign items. Not surprising when you consider that hundreds of Western companies have pulled out of Russia. In fact, this supermarket's in a shopping mall, and so many of the shops here, international brands, cafes, coffee shops, have shut down. Also, when you look at the price tags, prices have shot up. Inflation is a big problem now in Russia. With BBC Anglia, Angliska Radio, можно вас Outside the shopping centre, I get chatting to Nadezhda. She's a doctor. Prices are so high, it's impossible to survive now on my salary, Nadezhda says. But the hardest thing of all is living in a society that doesn't want to know the truth about what's happening in Ukraine. I'm ashamed to be Russian. Those are the latest developments on day 58 of Russia's invasion. I'm Alexander Greffes at the BBC.